This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is brought to you in association with Wednesday Picks, the free-to-play game where you can bag yourself a share of £1,000 just by answering a few questions based on our upcoming fixture. Just head to the iOS App Store or the Google Play Store to download the app and enter your predictions. You have to be over 18 to play. Please play responsibly and be gambleaware.org. Hi guys, this is Chris Loring. I'm Daryl Sabon. Marcus Hudgay. David Lucas. I'm Glenn Lovens. I'm Daniel Pudil. And I love listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Well, 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 it goes down to the last day after all. Uh, not because of any of our heroics, just because Rotherham and Derby are both shit. Um, we should have been dead and buried a long time ago, like we both said on, on podcast, but we'll live to fight another day, uh, or a week anyway at least. Jamie, mate, how are you? Are you all right? Not bad, mate. I'm good that I can't be at snooker, though. Uh, first year I haven't been to snooker final in, don't know, not, not finals, been to a few matches in God knows how long, so I'm a bit good that I can't go. He's thinking it, Murphy's playing Selby in final, and Murphy's like, he goes to, you know, it was the golf club. He's been there a few times, and he's, he's just spot on. He's a right nice kid, so I want him to, I want him to win it. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, they've got all fans in there, aren't they, as well, aren't they? You know, on previous rounds, they weren't at full capacity with few or whatever, whatever. Now, it's... Everybody's foot like they were just interviewing O'Sullivan and stuff before outside what he what he called, you know, botanical gardens, whatever it is. And um it's full. They've all been COVID tested away, and then in a week they have to get tested again once they've once they've left or something. I don't get what how it all works, but yeah, it's full. It's it's like all rammed in, but you can't be in a football stadium with an open air, but you can all be in a little tiny theatre like that. But you've got tested, so you don't know, do you? But yeah, I'm good that I can't be there. No, obviously it's Snooker, it's all hush hush and it ain't quiet. Don't you they think it'd be funny if they had like football fans in Snooker, like they're not chanting, Murphy's wank, Murphy's wank. <laughs> the referee's a wanker. Every year every, every when I've gone, we've always done something like a funny story about this actually. This actually made you laugh. So I went to Snooker when I was 12, 13. I used to we get autographs and everything. I'm obsessed with it. I still am now. But anyway, I went and stood outside for autographs and stuff like this, and then once, maybe twice a year. When I was younger, there'd always be if somebody handed tickets in it right late to get the money back or something like that. And they'd, they'd be like, they'd produce what they call them, like 
security or staff or whatever that like because I was going all the time for signature and they, they pushed me in and it happened like once or twice or whatever. So anyway, I went in and the match I went in for, it was a shite game, an awful game. And on other table, that this this match I was pushed in for finished early and on other table it were all Sullivan being Peter Ebden. So Peter Ebden's slowest player in history. So anyway, it went on for ages. So every frame, when frames finished, there's more and more people leaving because Ebden's taking that long and it would get also a little scratching his head. A lot of fans listening might even remember it. But anyway, long story short, I keep moving down. Every time somebody moves, I've, I've gone from back top corner to the front row behind O'Sullivan with about four people because everyone's gone home and it's like midnight. Anyway, Did you ever your shirt on? I didn't know. I'll show you a video that it's funny because anyway, my mum takes me and she goes, where are you? And I went, I've told you I'm in bed. I've got school in the morning. And she went, no, you're not. I've just seen your fucking TV lying bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I got caught, but my dad went along with it, but my mum wouldn't let me. So yeah, that, oh, that was funny story, dude. I think, we're, I think we're just delaying talking about that shower of shit at the weekend, weren't it? Yeah, so anyway, O'Sullivan's good at snooker, you know. He's actually right. <laughs> We've got to talk about it, mate. We've got to talk about we're, it. We're, but first, James, first, have you seen me watching tennis? No, have you watched uh, lacrosse as well? Have you... Yeah, right, fuck it. Like, well, let's do it, let's do it. So, um, Yeah, I mean, before we do that, uh, I, I, you went down before the game, didn't you? How, how many people were down, were down there? So, you know, the thing is, James, I got loads of messages, loads. And then I got Joe Cran from Starwood with messages and saying, we're going to come and see us and we're going to have a look where they were and whatever. But when we were there, we drove round. I drove round ground and there were loads at this uh, other side, Leopards Lane end. There were a few at this point, a few at that point. And then I parked up and there's loads of people in the car, but stewards, they're not letting you in this door. Or I went down to one near Megastore and this guy comes over. He wrote, he wrote video, actually. And he's, before he wrote video, he says, you can't stand here, blah, 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 like crap. Went, Why not? We're not doing no. Is that like, what have you done it for? I said, I just said it. I just said it on Facebook just to get, get behind him a bit, that's all. And I mentioned it on podcast. And he went, which podcast? And I said, our podcast. And he went, is that the one with Kevin Pressman on it? I went, yeah. He went, I, I love that. And I went, well, that's, that's what we do. He went, oh, yeah, it's your voice, isn't it? I went, yeah. He went, oh, I'll stand here if you want. Then just don't cause trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Sound good. Good, good one. Uh, I mean, let's just on to the match then. What did you think of it? I, personally, it were worst ninety minutes I've ever seen, and and I know you said it were worse than Rotherham game yep. at, at, at New York Stadium. I think it was marginally better, but it weren't much better to be well, to be fair. James, as you said, as you know, sorry, uh, I went, I did a podcast with Nottingham Forest fans after the match, just a quick review. And when I did that review with them, they said, "What do you think of the game?" Same as you just said from an opponent's view. And I said, well, "I've got no words. It weren't, weren't a performance. It weren't a performance. I've got no words." And he says. I know, yeah, we were crap as well. I, I, I hate how shit we are, I kept saying. And I was, are you dick of the piss? Like, imagine being us. Like, if you were shit, Jesus Christ. Like, we was horrendous. Like, the, there's, there's no, like, next week it's over. No matter what, it's going to end. Do you know what I mean? But at the same time, there's no, literally, nothing from the start. To, apart from Windass, that, that was a good effort when keeper tipped it over. That was about it. But there was yeah. literally nothing at all. There were no... Five, they were, it was just awful, literally awful. That is that's a relegation battle you've got to win, and it was just absolutely shite. I've got no words for it, no yeah. words for it. It's right what you're saying, like it, it literally were before when they kicked off, they needed to win that game. There were no ifs, buts, maybes, they needed to win because if Rotherham or Derby won, which you know they could have, we, that, that would have been it, would have been relegated. And yeah. it, if you'd have said to me that was to a mid table. 
nothing game at end of the season, I'd have probably gone, yeah, that's what it looked like. Because it didn't look like a team that were fighting and a team that were, that were facing relegation in, in face. And to be fair, we've been facing relegation in face for the past six or seven weeks, so they're probably just used to it. But it just, I don't know, like, they were just going through motions. That's what I thought it were. They were, there were no spark. There were no imagination. There were no, there were no, that just, just weren't, it just looked like they weren't trying. I know we speak to all these players, and I know they always said that they, they, they try you know, 110% all the time and they don't want to lose and stuff. And I get that. But at least show it. Do you know what I mean? The thing is, James, with that, the players we spoke to, we're not going to try and get Leon Clark on, are we? Because it, he's a dipstick and he didn't make any effort. We're not going to try and get Medina on because he's a, he did, he's a knob. We're not going to get... Do you know what I mean? We're going to get players on that Wednesday fans like and stuff. So they are the ones that make effort. That's why they're so passionate. But what annoys me, and I look into this, I remember, that penalty, I rewound it four or five times. Because when he took that penalty, James, I, I think of it this way. So when he saves that penalty, I thought he was gonna that with the turn game, it will bound, it will just set for us to win. But when he saved that penalty, camera shows you camera from behind net is second like a different camera angle, full on from away end. And when he goes, when he saves it, there's I think there's three players, I can't remember which players, but they're all stood there on edge of box. One of them like jumps up as if to go, yes. And then literally three or four players as as it happens. It's just like it was just like there were no jumping on keeper like that. It was well done, or they just turned like because it was a corner, turned and I, I, I just can't understand it. Like I'm watching it and I'm thinking that penalty, you're running over to him, you're jumping and going, Come on, and you turn around to the team going, Right, this is it. Then it's second half when we've got a corner late on, we're about three minutes left to something, and everyone's trotting over, getting in box. Like I want Bannon to be running to court to take the corner, looking at everyone going, Oi, come on, all of you, come on, get get your make sure you get your head on this. This has to go in. Do you know what I mean? Some passion. Yeah. And there's yeah. literally nothing because it's it's just wanking. There's no shouting, there's no screaming, there's no oi, make an effort. Just I want to be on pitch myself, but I can't because I've got a beer belly and I, I'm not going to football anymore. So Honestly, mate, you're right. I think it was Bannon. Bannon was the only one that I saw that ran up to Westwood and were like, you know, fist pumping and what have you. And like, you know, because that were a massive turning point in game. And, well, we're going to come on to it later, but we might as well talk about it now. I mean, first of all, giving the penalty away, what, what the, the fuck hell were, were, were both of them doing, to be fair? Westwood, what's, he's tried to like lift it of a, of a striker, whoever, whoever it were, to, which were a shocking pass. And then it's, then it's bouncing and then reaches. Edited it and he's oh, honestly when I, when I saw it I think I thought what is he playing at and then and of course Westwood's in absolute no man's land and he's brought him down I don't know what he were I don't know what he was complaining about because it was an absolute stonewall penalty and he would he was definitely inside a box uh, not only that what, what are you going to get why, why complain no one's gonna, it's not going to change no one's going to change but no. the thing that annoyed me the most about that James like can you remember like, every week with me and you have just gone on and on about Lees and Burner like liability yeah. passes or whatever. When he got the ball at the back, can you remember the pass that was short? Yeah, yeah. Remember it? When yeah. he passed it short to Westwood and he took it round him, grabbed it and he should have scored, but he was tight angle and he missed. Yeah. That's what we were on about, saying that they do it every week, but they get punished all the time. That time they didn't, so there's no made of it. But again, he's, he's that's a simple pass to the goalkeeper or turn wow. around and t- go the other way and he's passed it short and then he's just stood there watching it. And um, you'd live for, what the fuck? It's a simple pass. And if you've got not comfortable with passing or... You're not good at passing, which obviously in. Just don't do it. Just kick it into the stand. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what, do you know what I got told when I was playing football? If in doubt, boot it out. Yeah. And I won't mind. Yeah. If, I won't. I won't mind. You see it sometimes, don't you? If you, if he's you know in a bit of trouble, 
put it out of play, regroup, get everyone back, and then they start again. It doesn't matter, do you know what I mean? But like trying the, these daft things, and every week we talk about mistakes. It's one mistake after another. You know, they got a penalty, all right, they didn't score it. It was, it was a good save by Westwood. But, you know, again, Burner makes that terrible back pass. Right, we have, we have, you know, we've got a bit of luck. <sighs> They were right on half time, and all you're thinking, all you're thinking is right half time. They're going to come out, and this is our game. That's it. It's our game. It's meant to be, and it worked complete opposite. Like the Reacher's pass, it didn't turn up. Harris didn't turn up, which we're going to talk about. But it was just absolutely horrendous from start to finish, apart from little glimmers from like Windass. But then he had to get out and wide and do it himself. He had to come in and do it himself. And he's, I, I don't know, James. I'm just lost for words with him. But Palmer, they're making Palmer like. Palmer every season because we've had all these regular players he's always been scapegoat like oh it's him it's him, it's him but now he's the most reliable player he doesn't even get mentioned you know what I mean because he's that consistently average he doesn't do yeah. much wrong but he never, never gets an assist do you know what I mean and it's just so frustrating I've got to have a go at Aris and Reach who I stuck up for in pass because they were shit I've got you know what I was about to say the same Harris how he gets a game I have absolutely no idea. Do, do, right, the, only exp- the only explanation I can have, right? He must be shit hot in training. That's the only explanation I can have. He must he must ping them balls in and whip them in like no like you know, like chuffing David Beckham and whatever, Cristiano Ronaldo, because in the game he is absolutely terrible. We all talk about end product. He has not got an end product whatsoever. He gets in a good position. Only he, he can run fast. He might as well just take, he might go down to get himself down at Don Valley. I know it's, I know it's knocked down, but get, get him sent down there and do some running around the track or something because that's what he's, that's the only thing he's good on. See, that's, this, is, this is what we disagree about, isn't it? About him, about Aris, we always have done. And remember the first game when we signed him away, away at Reading when we were 2 yeah. 0, I think it was two nil, he scored first goal. Yeah, scored yeah. on his debut. And then I heard, I heard it when he said it on TV, like when, it, when Aris were taking that free kick at 90th minute. And he, and he says he hasn't scored his 66 games and Harris is taking that free kick on edge of box, right? The only, and I'm just sat there looking at it just going, I know for a fact, right? There's not a 1% chance he's going in. And I know for a fact I'm going to start screaming at him in a minute because he's going to miss. But I'm not because I know he's going to miss. So I'm just going to sit here and chill when he, when he hits it over. He hits it over. And I went, yep, so obvious. But with Harris, why I like him, like, you look at Green. This is a perfect example. Green, even though we're all right at Middlesbrough, he's, he's, they're both the same people. Green and Harris are impact subs. The, the good, the good, the good when they come on and fresh legs or whatever. The green was shocking again. Like it was shocking yeah. from start. And then that game, there were no, there were just nothing. There were no attacking him, and that put a lot of pressure on Harris then because he weren't doing all. So he, but Harris is always running. Him. The thing is, we him, you can't fault his effort, but it's just so predictable. Every time he's on left, you know he's going to try and dink it in, and it's not going to happen. And then when he's on right, he's either going to be a shit ball or he's going to try and take him on, and he's going to, just going to get a corner. But it is the end product. It's a bit like JJ, but JJ scored a few more. He just needs yeah. that in product which he hasn't got, but you just think to yourself in League One, you know, you don't know, do you know what I mean? I don't know, James. It's, I don't know. Yeah, when he first came, you thought, you know what? what? What a player we've got here. We, I thought it was going to be class, you know, like a bit like an Antonio or whatever. But he just he hasn't, he just hasn't done it. He's has not done it whatsoever. He just you know he just gets in these positions and it's like he needs like ten chances every game. To, to do one good thing and you're not going to get 10 chances. He had so many chances though against against Forrest, you know, just, just saying that. It, the amount of times that, you know, there were, there were one where Windass on that counter-attack, Windass slot, slotted him through yeah. and, it, and his first touch were absolutely shocking and, you know, if, if that's a player that's in form, one touch out his feet, bang, you know, he's getting a shot off and, you know, we might score from it. But. See, the, the, thing, the thing is about that, what you just said is, like, firstly, 
yeah, he's getting in these situations. That's what's annoying because he's getting in good positions and he gets a lot of ball. And he's, in a way, it doesn't do him any good that he gets the ball that much and he runs at people that much because it's his end, it's his end product. What's bad? He's all right getting in defence and taking them on, but it's that end product, like we say. But I think what annoys us the most, like from day one since we've got him, about his false hope, this false hope that you've just said about training. In training, must be shit. Oh, you think I, I actually back you up on that now because the more you think about it, that free kick in the last minute. It's a free kick. We have to score to win, right? And not, Barry Bannon's the captain. He's let him have it. Barry Bannon's let him have it. Harris has got the confidence to do it. Nobody else has questioned him taking it. So he must score if you were training. He must, because why, why else would he take it? Why else would he take yeah, that? I know, I know. And, but then again, I can't fault him because he has got the bottle to do it. He's got a bottle to take it, hasn't he? But yeah. in his career on Wednesday, apart from that, I think he's scored two. I don't know how many he's scored. I'm not going to get quoted on it. But has he ever scored a free kick for Wednesday? No, he hasn't. That's a, that's a fact. So. Yeah. Why is the only player on the pitch, probably the only player on the pitch, when you've got Bannon who scored three kicks, Reach who scored three kicks, Windass who's got a good shot. Windass, why ain't he taking it? Windass. I know, I know. He's, he's probably the most informed, well, informed player we've got, and he's scored, he's scored a few. He's, played, he's been playing quite well. Somebody just um, stepped up, Somebody stepped up, James. I would, honestly, when, when I was stepped up, I was thinking, I hope Lyon's been behind him because he takes this because we've got no chance if he takes it. <laughs> probably has to be, to be fair. Uh, now, another thing, like, Another thing that I, th- I thought of when I watch it match, the crossing this season has been piss poor, hasn't it? Whether it be a free kick, whether it be a, a corner, whether it just been open play. Do you not think that, that we've just been absolutely terrible at, at just cross, okay. crossing bowling? Like, I, I just think that what what we what we doing? Like you, you see other teams, and like Forest is probably not a good example because they were they were pretty poor poor as well. But but I, I don't know. It's almost like that we've got eleven players. It's like when you could, when you were a kid and you used to turn up at park, weren't there? There might be four or five of you, and then there were like another group of kids there, and you and you, you just went, oh, let's have a let's have a game, us against you, it, or or you know you make an eleven aside a team up or something. That's what it's like. It's like they've never played with each other before, and they they just we just they're not on the same wavelength. Amount of times that you know you, you pass it down wing and he's off and he's offside, and you like think okay, you should have passed it a week ago. Do you know what I mean? Or cross it in, and he just it's just so frustrating. I know, I, I get what you mean. And again, I don't, I'm not saying this is true, but I just think a lot of it goes down to that, what the point I was trying to make about when Reach used to cross him in, he used to have the, all these like Jow and Hooper, Fletcher and Enderham sort of things. So he doesn't go recognised anymore, even though he's not doing as many crosses and he's doing a lot of shit crosses, I, I, I admit. Like that, Kadeem Harris assist. When, what were it, um, Palmer, sorry, assist, you know, for Patterson goal against. Yeah. What we volleyed it in, unbelievable. Yeah, I've caught it for it. Yeah, that that there, right? That's an assist for Palmer. That shouldn't have been an assist for Palmer. It was just that unbelievable finish. Whereas now he's got an assist. Whereas somebody else that's gone through one on one and passed it across, and somebody's missed a sitter like when he was that sitter window. He hasn't got an assist anymore because you know what I mean. I think a lot of it is about the players that he's crossing it into. So yeah. he's crossing it into box, and he's got Patterson who's playing right back, then left back, then up front, then, and he just there's no confidence in there. You've seen Reach can do it at Norwich, that ball at Norwich, but you can't pinpoint one flipping cross. And that's just reminded me, said talking about that, that Forest podcast, on, on podcast with him, he says, why are Wednesday where they are and all that shit? And I says, right, listen, answer me this question. How many ga- how many points this season do you think Wednesday have got when they've gone behind? And he went, oh, can't be many. Um, six, seven? And I went, none. Like he went, shut up. He went, it's got to be a record. And it's mental. It is absolutely mental, but there's, there's no words for it, isn't it? But what can we say about it, James? 
What what can we see? There's, there's no there's no there seems to be team chemistry. Like when Bernard Bernard scored in that Cardiff game, there were loads of chemistry and what a bit everyone were raving about him, best team performance ever they've ever seen and all that shit. So they can do it. But they, what what is going off? What like that game against Forest? He has got to have sat there in that changing room and said to him, right guys, listen, I want to make sure when you go out now, as soon as we kick off, I want you all to just chill the fuck out and just try and hold on to nil nil. Try and hold on to a nil nil. And if they miss a penalty, if they miss a penalty, miss a one on one and hit the post, then hopefully we'll get that nil nil. And then at half time, well done boys. So they missed a penalty. It's nil nil. This is exactly what we wanted. Second half, try and hold on to that nil-nil and let's hope they miss loads of chances. Like that's what he's got to be saying because that is not a team that is being shouted at and screamed at and saying, right, come on! And half time, no subs. Why ain't there a sub on that bench going, I want to get on now. I want to play right now. I want to get on this pitch right now. We're playing crap. I want to get on and change the game. Do you know what I mean? There's just nothing. There's nothing. They're not bothered. I, I just get the impression there's not bothered. I mean, I, I mean, partly I get like going into that game, it were if we went 2 0 down after 10 minutes. It were like game over. Or if we went one 0 down, it were game over. So I, I get you've got to be a bit, little bit cagey, you know, from the get go. But like you, you know, as as game goes on a bit, you, you know, you get and you get into it and you realise that these aren't very good. Surely you must be like, you know, right, let's let's cr- start cranking it up a bit. Let's you know, let's let's start, you know, let, let's get a bit, a bit more attacking. You know, I, I alluded to a football manager last week, but it's same this week. It's, it's, you know, attacking style. Very attacking. That's what it need, that's what it needs to be. You know, pressing them and stuff like that. Make them make mistakes. Forest, they've got no one to play for. Then they're not they're not really that bothered. If you're up and at them and in the face, they, they, they don't want a, a tough game. They, they just you know they just want a strolling part really. They, you know they, their season's finished and we need to get up get at them and, and have a go. But we didn't. We just we just ah, you've passed the ball about. They didn't look they didn't look interested. They didn't they didn't look like they wanted to win. It was the body yeah. language. Everything, the yeah. body language. It was just like, like when you look to Windass when he were up front and they got the corner, it's just like, oh, they're all fed up, just no need to end sort of thing. And the only players that seemed to care on pitch from that day were that Pelly Pessy seemed to just not stop like it, like it ever does. But if they score in last minute, they all jump on each other and go mad. So before they score, before they try and score, why are they not going mentally each other? Why are they not trying to get, get each other up? Why are they not trying to gear each other up? It's like they almost said, right, listen, just make sure we don't lose because if Derby lose, which can still be a last game. Do you know what I mean? It's just, and that Rotherham game, by the way, that Rotherham getting that point late on, I don't think anyone realises how important that was for them. Massive, how, massive. Massive, massive, because all they need now is one win to stay up. Whereas if they didn't score that late goal, then they needed two, wouldn't they? They needed a yeah. point and a point and a win. So it was massive, that goal, what they got. Yeah, I mean, we'll come on to all permutations later uh, and everything. But I just think when you when you see this this team and throughout the whole, the whole season, I think, like, how many chances do we need? I, I think the team thought they'd be relegated like five weeks ago. I think, to be fair, I think most fans thought we'd be relegated, you know, four or five weeks ago as well. But we've, we've, you know, through it's not really us. It's not like you can say, well, we've, we've, you know, pulled trees up and we've won three out of his last five or unbeaten in five or six games. We've been shite. It's just that Derby and Rotherham have been even more shite. Do you know what I mean? Yep, and not and Forest missing them chances. Like they should have beat us simple. They missed them chances. Like them games that we won under Thompson at that time when we were saying we're playing crap and they were like Derby game, what we beat would be them. We were lucky as anything. We should have been a lot worse than we are, like we really should. But all them chances, it leads to this, James, as well, with, with chances. All I saw again after that game, right, where yeah, Rose needs to leave and all that. And you know I like to stick up for him, but I don't I don't like to stick up for him just because that like, everyone else don't want to stick up for him. 
he's a goal scorer that scored all these goals all his career. He's like, this top, this top, that right. So he scores goals. We've seen him score goals. He's a right nice lad. He's, he's never moans about, oh, yeah, he's on a big wage, whatever. You take it. If they offered you that money, we'd take it. So anyway, he's on this wage, right? When he come on, he would crap. Yeah, he missed that header and he missed two headers, he missed three headers, whatever. But, 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 where was he? He had them three headers. So the only chances we had that second half, more or less, apart from that winner shot, Rhodes gets in them positions. This is the point. I'm making me more time. Yeah, he missed him, but he won't keep missing him. He gets in them positions, like, he gets in them positions all the time. I'd rather him get them positions and miss than not get any at net. And you, know, you know what I mean? So they put him on, he comes on, and he's got two minutes later, he's got an header on that he should have, yes, should have scored, but he were an header on target, which is what we're not doing. But I just think we've been crying out for him again recently. Yeah, I know it's 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 a diff, it's a difficult one with Rhodes. Um he's been I think he's been blowing a bit hot and cold, but again he's not really he gets a run inside and then now he's out of the team again and he's he's not started for what? Three, four games, I think it is, or something like that. You know, so I don't know why. I don't know why that is. And a player comes to Wednesday. You imagine, right? We sign a player for two hundred grand, and he's on bench all time, like Rhodes is, and he never plays. But then when he does play, he scores a few, like Rhodes does, or whatever. He's a legend, like that. He's a legend. But because Rhodes has done that money, it's always been labelled. Oh my God, we wasted. We begged. We begged that chairman to buy that player to buy Rhodes. That when, when can you remember Wednesday signing a player? I don't remember where I was. I can remember everything and seen it on Sky Sports News. Where's this ten million pound? Where's this? I don't know. What the heck? I was the best, the best day ever. Every single Wednesday, I'm thinking the same. Nobody was thinking. Oh, what about money? That's too much. Nobody was thinking that. Like bullshit. But no. now he's obviously gone wrong, and he's not banged them all in. He's not got his whatever reason. It's not happened. It's all everyone. You know what I mean? But I, you can't stick up for him because if he'd have been good enough, all these different managers would have played him. But yeah, at the minute, what we've got, he has to. He has to play. I know, I know. I mean, if he doesn't start against Derby, then I've, I, then I don't know what, to be fair, because that, I know we keep banging on about must-win games, but if Jamie Smith comes out next Saturday and say, <laughs> says this is not a must-win game, then Imagine. I'll uh, I'll, blow, I'll blow my top. To be fair, he, he, probably, he probably will. He probably will, to be to be honest. He'll not know what he's, uh, what he's talking about. But we, going, back to, going back to Rhodes again, I think He's, you're right in what you're saying. We've, we've paid so much for him. I think we're expecting far too much. Um, he's made a rough for his own back in that he's scored so many goals. I think we're, every time he plays, we expect him to bang two and three in. I know he had that. He scored what at trick against Forest last season, and then again everyone thought, "Oh, look at this!" But I just don't think we played to his strengths at all. Jordan Rhodes is a player that he he, he gets the ball at halfway line and then he gets fouled, and then you know, then, then he, that's that's what his his bit is done. And then yeah. he doesn't touch ball again until it until six yard box. Do you know what I mean? Like that's that's when he next next touches it. He do, he's not a player to hold the ball up or link up play or or he's not gonna you know he's not gonna go on a run and, and bend it in from twenty five yards. He's just he's the man that just does nothing all game and he gets yeah. it in box. What what's, what what do you call it? Fox in the box. You know he gets yeah. he gets it in box and he slots it away. And that is what Rose does. And we need to play to his strengths. Like you know we, we can't just keep pinging him. You know. You know, yeah, he can edit to score a goal, but he's not gonna, he's not gonna edit and flick it on or anything. We, we don't play like that. We've got literally, he's got to, we've got to forget about him and just get ball into him in box, like we crosses and stuff. Oh. Like can he, can he Maris? Why, why does he feel like he needs to take take people on every single time when he goes down? Um, why why, why can't he just step across? It's a dink. Why just, just whip it in early? Get get ball in box like against Derby. We need it's to like be waiting for defenders to get back. He's waiting for him to get back, so they know what he's doing. Yeah, but we need to be peppering that box against Derby. You know, I, I don't mind if we're 20, 30 yards out and we're having a shot. Like, just 
We need to just shoot all the time. If Rotherham win on Tuesday, that's it. We can't stay up. We can. We can't. We can't. We can. We're not doing that Premier League stuff where they say, oh, if you win this... In fact, I'm on it now, so let's look. So if Rotherham win, yeah, then that puts Rotherham right. If they win one by one goal, that puts them a better five goal difference than us. So that means that they'll have to lose 3-0 and we'll have to win 2-0. Like... Which is not under that, that that could happen. Do you know what I mean? Like Wednesday win two two nil away. What? Of course he could. But you know, Derby. He's just set up for Derby to go. The fans do videos in public. If you don't bounce, if you don't bounce, let's take another Wednesday song. But I hate the fans. I was telling the Forest fan, he's just set up for Derby. I hate him nearly as much as if when you look at it, really, if they, if there were any team that you, you know that you won't want to play it last yeah. game of the season. Okay. I mean, when I when I looked when I looked at the season, uh, when fixtures come out, uh, obviously we were on minus twelve at the time, weren't it? I was looking at games we were playing at end, and I'm, I'm thinking, Forest, we don't we don't generally play against you know play well against Forest, Derby, absolute bogey side, like especially at Pride Park as well. I don't think we've won there in like absolute donkey's years, you know. And and, and then obviously now it's come to it, <laughs> we need to beat them to to stay up. I just think it's going to be. You know, it's like I say, it's just a, it's the, the worst game to, to possibly have. But I don't, I don't know. Going into that game, I don't know what I'm thinking. I, I, I'm just thinking, like surely think we can't think anything until Tuesday's over. I know, but I think I'm thinking surely Rotherham are going to are going to win. And you know, but I've, I thought that every week. I thought surely Derby are going to win. I mean, they're, they're winning against Birmingham and they've thrown it away. They were winning against Swansea and they've thrown it away. I, I keep thinking to myself, they can't keep losing. Like. But they are like Derby are an absolute terrible run. But they've had like what six de- six straight defeats. I think Rotherham have have only picked up one point in the last six games. Like I keep thinking to myself, they're good. They're, surely they're going to win. But I don't know. Str- you know, stranger things have happened, haven't they? So Rotherham on on Tuesday night, there's a points no good to them. Well, it is to go above Derby. So well, no, it's not because yeah, because if Derby draw Wednesday, they can draw and win to go above them, can't they? But as for Wednesday, as long as Rotherham don't win. More or less, we've got to go and beat Derby last game of the season to probably yeah. stay up because Rotherham are away. Well, they at Brentford, are they? Cardiff away. See, I, I, I'm happy with that. I just, I just think, I don't know what to think. No, Joe, like, I think it was last week or week before, I can't remember where when I said it, and I was saying, like, uh, I want Wednesday to go down because I feel, no, no, I want Wednesday to go down. I wouldn't be too disappointed if we went down just because it's going to be like a reset and everything. We're getting rid of all Deadwood and stuff you like really that. You really want to stay up? That was that was the header. Do we really want to yeah. stay up? And we had so many messages of people saying <laughs> you were you were bang on that episode was the best one you've had. Yeah, but the thing is though, like I've had to think about it this this past week. Getting relegated will be an absolute disaster. Do you know what I mean? Like I know I know there's all the, the whole reset you know, and all this that and the other, but I think like what you said last week as well. Like what about if we become a, a Sunderland? Or even worse, still like a Portsmouth or a or a Bradford, or insert any other team that's been relegated and not come straight back up. And you know, what I mean, there's, there's that many teams that, that have that have done yeah. that. We're not guaranteed to come straight back up. Well, no, but you know, you know, the more you think about it, like you know, if we go down, it's a disaster. But as like depressing as this sounds, it's just another season. It's just a memory. It's just look back at Wednesday when we were in 1991 Premier League and all this, and Waddle played, and then they went down. We went down, played all the pool in final went up and the best day ever went up then we've come back down and it's it's what about what happens like it's all it don't make a difference because no matter what we're going to go back up 
eventually, and then we might come back down again, then we might go up again. Just for, but for right now, for right now, we're just a number. This season is just another number. Look, you remember that in 10 years' time, we're going to say, you remember that season we went down and we thought it was worse together? And now look at us, or, or we're going to say, you remember we stayed up and then we went down season after? You, you, we don't know, do we? As for a disaster, it, it is, but the last time we had a disaster, we ended up coming back stronger, didn't we? So I don't know, mate. I just, I'm yeah. just I'm so pissed off with it all. The thing is that I don't want to be a Sunderland. I don't want to be stuck stuck down there for that long. And for for me, uh, if we stay, I think this is because this season has been so bad. We've had the you know minus twelve. I know it went to minus six. But we've been at the bottom every single week. I think there's only been one week where we've been out of relegation zone. So when you look back at this season, it's just been terrible. It's been terrible football. We've had loads of managers and all this that and the other. So I think we're just thinking get relegated and it'll just be. You know, restart, but but actually, if we stay up, when we start next season, we're on zero points. So is everyone else on zero points? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't, we don't automatically start in relegation zone again. So I think we might not be as bad as what we as what we were this season. We're gonna have all new players and stuff. Get rid of all this shit. Like, I, I, I don't know. I just think we just need to stay up, really. We, we do, mate. But what 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 you say a lot? You said this a lot. Like, look at Sunderland. It's not as easy to bounce back up. That look at Sunderland, look at this, look at that, right? But look at Hull. Yeah, they were crap last year. Really crap standard of football. Everything about them were crap. They've come straight back up, and they've got yeah. a good side. They're going to come into this new league now, and they're not going to be Hull out of the bottom. They're going to be Hull out, going to be pushing again, right? So it's 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 all ifs and buts as always. But no matter what, we're not going to go. To, it's if this sounds like a stupid thing to say, but we're not going to go to League Two. We're never going to go to League Two. Like, so every Wednesday if I'm listening, I can say, oh, my God, but we're not. Everyone knows we're not. So no matter what, right, we can only go up from here. Like, we get relegated from Championship, yeah, but from where we are now, we can only go up from here. So no matter what next season, if we go down, we're going to win more games than we have this season, fact. So I'm going to be happy on a Saturday, even if we're playing whatever team it is, because I'm yeah. going to be going to a game if we can, and I'm going to be having a laugh, getting drunk. So if we go down, it isn't the worst thing in the planet for me, it isn't, because if we don't bounce straight back up, at least we'll be in and around. But if we do come straight back up, it's a fresh start again, and then we attract players again. So staying up, as much as I'm, it's weird to say this, staying up, then, oh, do we keep this player? Do we keep that player? And what yeah. are we, are we going to sign him? We're going to sign him. We're going to sign bottom of the championship. Where are we going to be? Where is going down? You can start fresh. I don't know. It's just a really weird situation. I just hope it were over sooner, like with yeah. all this false hope. So obviously we're going to be mental. We're going to go mental if we stay up. We're mental, but we're not going to. Like, remember this podcast now, and then remember in a week's time when it's all over, we are not going to stay up. There's not a one percent chance in my head that Derby cannot stay up because it's Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney. Oh my God, he's the great escape. He had the great escape. He's been shit. He's lost last however many games, and if he draws last game of the season and keeps him up, it's Wayne Rooney. This Wayne Rooney. That it's Wayne Rooney cannot get relegated with Derby and on his first season, last game of the season to go to League One. It can't happen. I know, but when you, when you look at it as well, Wickham, they've just they suddenly just come out of nowhere. I feel I don't feel sorry for him because they have been terrible. Oh, he's played but well. But bad decisions then, you know. If you just looked at the table, you thought, well, they could, they could stay up. But because we're playing Derby, they can't. Because like, one, one of us is going to get at least either one or, one or three points. But we could finish, going into the last game of the season, we could finish rock bottom or we could finish... Fourth from bottom and stay up. That is meant. That is mad. Like you wouldn't have thought four or five weeks ago. You, if someone had said to you it's going to go to end of the season, everyone would think you're you're mad. I mean, I, to be fair, I, I, t- I tweeted something the other day. I think it was yesterday, 
I tweeted, and I think people have took it like totally the wrong way. Like I put, I can't believe we've taken it to the final day of the season. I say taking it loosely, more so that we've been gifted a chance to survive, nothing out of our own doing. And everyone's jumped on bandwagon, going, "We ain't no." We, you know, we hadn't we we taken it anywhere. We hadn't done anything. We've been shit and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, have you not read what I've put? Like, I've just put, I've just put on my tweet. That's like, exactly what I've just said. Like, a few weeks ago, we were like seven points behind, weren't we? But at one point, we were like seven points behind, whoever it were. And when, we just don't, we seem to, I don't know where the points have come from. It's because everybody else has lost. That's all yeah. it is. So, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I ain't seen that tweet. You know what I'm like? I'm not bothered. And I don't go on much whatever. I just, I go on if somebody's been a dipstick and replied to him, sort of thing. But I just, if you say all the game opinions in it, if somebody didn't read a tweet properly, stuff it, stuff on it, does it? Well, well, look though, but, but just think of this now, Derby, if they'd have won any of like their last two or three games, four games, we'd have been relegated. Like, we're just literally relying on Derby being being shit, and they, and they have been, and, but we've not capitalised on it. Like, we've not played well. They've got a point, James. One point, not win. If they've just got one point. Like, yeah, if they'd have, if they'd have drawn yesterday... That would yep. have been it. Would have been. Would have been. It'd have been all over. I mean, to be fair, I mean, I, I was out when uh, when Derby were playing, and it come up on me on my phone. Let me tell you about it. I watched it. Derby were they were, they were good first off. That Colin Kazim Richards, he's gonna he's gonna cause a lot of problems for us. I'm telling you now. So our defense won't be able to deal with him. He, he gets a lot of chances. Gets in right places. I can just see him now standing there like that when he scores and Wayne Rooney going yeah. Former blade you know. and all, didn't he? Played for United, yeah. didn't he? Anyway, I can just see it happening, mate. I can see it happening, but. Well, that game, right? Swansea were crap most of the game. They won it f- they've lost three and five at home or something like that. It was set up for Derby to win like it was with Wednesday. But then Swansea scored two goals in two minutes. Unbelievable second goal, by the way. And again, that shouldn't have gone in, but it did. And it was in, in the space of two minutes. It was in. So then when they've equalised, I've gone like that. I've gone, ah, I've not done much. And then a minute later, when they scored again, false hope. You go, yeah, he's cheering because it's false hope again. Whereas an hour earlier, Wednesday have drawn nil nil. I've got a chance in hell of ever scoring a goal again in our life. And you went mental at him. Because it pops up, you know, Derby 1 0, that would it. Re- announced relegation, everyone's all dejected. And then next minute, like, <laughs> two goals, like, fucking hell. First of all, when it, when, it, when, it, when it vibrated in my pocket, I'm thinking, like, Derby 2 0, no, that's it. Or what, Rotherham game or something. When it, when it was Swansea, and then well, as I'm looking at it, Swansea scored again. I thought, Jesus Christ. It's like, the it, thing is, when you look at it, when you look at everything that's happened, it's perfectly set up for Wednesday to survive, isn't it? Like, it's just set up for, like, all the other teams are losing. It's just set up for us to for us to, for us us to to win. I, I, I think it's set up for Wednesday to be winning. And I, I think it's set up two ways. I think ours is the last way. I think it's set up for Wednesday to be winning. And then Rotherham win last last game, and it's oh my god, the shitty Sheffield and all that shit all over the internet that we'll get. Or it's set up for Rooney to stay up. It's got to be set up for Rooney to stay up his first season. It really can't, really can't get go down. I just can't. Oh, no. It's just being, being jamming. Are we going to stay up this season? Not a chance. Not a chance. We're not going to win at Derby. We can't win at Derby. We can't win at Derby. Yeah, I mean, I've I've got to I've got to agree with. We've been saying it for every every week. It's just it's just a weird feeling, like you've said. It's just so weird to to be having a chance of staying up. And I don't know whether it's because we haven't been going because of COVID. I don't know whether it's because we've been that shit. It's just like a, it's just it feels really strange. I've got a question for you. So go on. Would, would you, honest to God, like we're not saying this to make people laugh, and we're not, we're also not saying this just to agree with me because it's what I think. Would you rather, would you honestly, if somebody said to you now, you've got 20 grand, right? Or would you put the money on if it was Wickham playing away at Derby or Wednesday playing away at Derby? Would you put your money on Wickham beating Derby or Wednesday? I've got to put it on, on Wickham. Yeah. 
that's the, that's the point. Like the only team in the division worse than Wednesday is Wickham. But I reckon every Wednesday fan would rather have their team playing against them with all this fighting spirit, that manager that's like this, and all this just fucking all the Wickham stuff, like just everything about him, than have our team there. Who the fuck is gonna is gonna score? Maybe Windass, but you're telling me Derby aren't going to score against our defence. Is that what you're telling me? Because last few, well, Middlesbrough away conceded three. So Middlesbrough, yeah, what well, went three at Middlesbrough? Where were it? Luton, yeah. three. Reading, three. Uh, Barnsley won, but obviously we won. Watford beat us at their ground. QPR four. Millwall four. Like that's just a few off the top of my head. Like that's how mad is that? Thinking about it, right? That how many goals? That oh shit. That's how, that's how bad it is. And you're telling me, last game of the season, Wayne Rooney, Derby, against Wednesday, aren't going to score one goal against us. But if they do, that means we have to score two. Are we fucking going to score two with Derby? You're saying that, though. Derby have only scored... Th- they've got the worst goal-scoring record this season. They've, they've only scored 33 goals. I mean, honest, it, I, the thing is, we can we can analyse this and we can and we can talk about this like you know, until we're blue in the face. It's just, it's just one game, isn't it? When was the last time we didn't concede away from home? I couldn't tell you, mate. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. I'd have to. I would have to look. Is there a game this season where we've won one nil away from home, or it's been nil nil away from home? Any Wednesday fans listening, what comes to the top of your head? Because obviously I might be completely wrong here, but as far as I'm thinking away right now is we haven't kept a clean sheet away from home all season. It would be absolutely mad if uh, if that's the case. If that's true, yeah. So well, Bournemouth, we won, but that were. Uh... That were two one because they were winning. Exeter were, were obviously cup. Blackburn were one one. Uh, Forest we got beat two 0 at Forest. We lost two 0 at Huddersfield. Lost two one at Norwich. Uh, Swansea we drew one one. Preston we lost one nil. Um, Wickham we lost one nil. Rotherham we lost three nil. Birmingham. Birmingham one nil. Yeah, beat Birmingham one nil, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. So you've got to go back to seventeenth of October. So that's probably one game in it all season. Uh, and the first game of the season, Cardiff. Oh, yeah, Cardiff, Cardiff. Dude. God, that's when we were going to get promoted, that. <laughs> Honestly, we are going to get... <laughs> Jordan Rhodes bangs one in, plays off at, off at next match and he's on bench again for the rest of his career. How mad is it, though, when you think about it? When we played Cardiff that first game of the season and we won and we went down, went from minus 12 to minus nine, we thought, lads, three games time, we'll be on zero. No, you know, looking at like, you know, uh, Christmas, we'll be in playoffs. <laughs> I can remember saying it, how good is it going to feel when you start overtaking people and everyone will be like, yeah, I know. But that first game, think about it. Go back to the first game, we're away at Cardiff. Windass on his debut, bangs it in. Like, a new signing. Bangs it in from there. You, oh, my God, we're going we're gonna to go up. We're going to go up. Windass is going to be worth 950 million pounds. Jordan Rhodes worth at least 60, 60 million pounds now for that goal. And we're going to go up. And that next game, what were it? Nil-nil or something over to Watford, yeah? And then that's it. Yeah. From then, that's it. I know, and then it just went downhill, downhill, and it's crazy, isn't it? I, I, it's gone, and like I said, we've been in relegation zone all season. I've, I've never felt this way in any season of supporting Sheffield Wednesday. I've never felt just so, just meh, like, yeah, nothing. Like, <laughs> but we always say like it's like we don't care, but it's but we do. Like you know, we don't, we know how much we care. Oh, yeah. This, this, this chat right now, James. We are never in our life. Gonna have a gonna have a chat. I can guarantee this. We're never gonna have a podcast like this the weekend before the last game of the season, where we have to win to stay up against the team that we're playing to pretend them down. We're over. It's never gonna happen again. So right now, the last thing we'll say on this situation is this is this this time next week. This time next week, we're gonna look back and we're gonna say 
Right, if if we win, if we win and we stay up by a miracle, then well, I'll listen back to this and be like, it'll make me smile, so I feel like listen to me there. But we're never going to be in this situation again. We're on last game of the season. If we win, then we stay up. If Rotherham lose, and then if Rotherham win, it's never this all this stuff isn't going to happen again. So this podcast right now, it's funny you say though, because it happened against Crystal Palace, didn't it? Well, yeah, it did, it did. But that against Palace were just us two, weren't it? And yeah, that yeah. were what we're in. That were just us two at Hillsborough. We're all, it was just everything about that. Like we, it was just set for Wednesday to, to stay up, weren't it? Once he scored that equaliser. But anyway, um, this situation we're in right now, doing a podcast. We weren't going to do a podcast when we were twelve, but right now we're doing this podcast <laughs> here. People are listening. Next this time next week, we're either going to have five hundred listeners in first ten minutes, or we're going to have. Two because I won't want to ever want to do one next week if we go down. Why why would we want to do one? We're just gonna feel shit. But yeah, this is this is all now. I'm telling you now for a fact, everyone listening, or every single person listening now, just I'm telling you, there's not a one percent chance we're gonna stay up next week. No matter how it happens, or yeah. we should have won it, we should have stayed up, but this happened. I'm telling you now, we are not saying I know it sounds pessimistic because it is pessimistic. Everyone's gonna think I'm controversial and be like, oh god, he's right negative. But I'm telling you now, everybody listening, we are not going to stay up. Yeah, I've got to, I've got to agree with you. I've got to agree with you. Um, just one thing I want to talk about as well. Um, did you expect Patterson to play in right wing back when he when he uh, when he was named on, on the starting lineup? I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I, it's almost like with Patterson, what they do, they've got a dice and it's got all positions on it. Yeah. And what they do, they, they roll it and they just roll it on the table and they go, Patterson, yeah. you're playing uh, goalkeeper this week. Goalkeeper is like, <laughs> best of three, best of three. But yeah, with Patterson, with Patterson, I think, you know what I think the logic behind it were, James? I think the logic behind it were, we need to win this game. So if you've got a right back there, that can, they say he's a natural right back, but he's played it all his career, so he's actually decent at right back or whatever they say. We've got a right back there that's also got a long throw in, which we're really excited at the start, but we've had fuck all from it. So we've got a right back there that can do a decent job at right back, but it can score goals. So like when we've got corners, yeah, he's like an attacker. Do you know what I mean? Later yeah. on in the game. So I, I think it was like having another attacker, trying to make it the system so we had another attacker on pitch, but he could also fill in that position at right, yeah. that is not as gifted. Do you know what I mean? Urugida, why is why weren't he playing as injured? I've no idea. I have I've no idea. He's not played for what three or four games. He's come on off at bench and he come on for Leeds last week and he was class. Like, <laughs> why is you know it? It's because he's thinking, yeah, he's, he's played really well. They're trying to get him to sign a new contract. So before he signs it, they just want to tell him to fuck off just so he just wants to go somewhere else, just so they can fuck everything else. So, oh, you, yeah, Urugida, do you want to stay at Wednesday? Well, you're one of our best players, but he did to stay at right. How much you're offering? Well, we'll offer you two grand a week, but we might not pay it. But we might not pay it though. Um, all right. Well, well, they're offering me ten grand a week, and I'm going to start every game, and they're in a higher division. No, but please stay because we love you here. Right. Okay. I'll sign it after the match. Right. No worries. Anyway, starting lineup. You're getting your up bench. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You just you just touched on it there. Like players not get, getting paid again. That's like what third, fourth time this season. I just think it's an absolute. Joke, really. You can, everyone can say like, "Yeah, but they get paid you know, all this money and this, that, and the other." But that's not the point. Like, when you sign a contract, you expect to get paid, whether you're working at t- Tesco's or whether you're working at post office or whether you're a professional footballer. You expect to get paid when you should you should be getting paid. And part of me's thinking, I don't know, is that is that is that why they just didn't look arsed on on Saturday? See, you know the way I see it, James. This- for a start, is it a fact that they haven't been paid? Is that, is that yeah, definite? It's, it, well, if you want to read what's in papers, then uh, then yeah, because the, 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 the situations that what the out what's the word I'm trying to say the 
the way I think about this whole situation, like for a start, are they not being paid? Like, are they not? So then if they are, if they're not, all you want is chairman to assess something. Just come out and assess something. If there's something wrong, get back, just assess something. But then if they're not getting paid, then why would anyone want to stay at the end of the season? Like, yeah, they might be on a lot of money, whatever. But the way the way you want to think as well, these players, they're on a lot of money, but their houses cost more and the cars cost more. And so they're still yeah. paying. So it's, do you know what I mean? But at the same time, it doesn't matter how much they want or whether they're lucky or not. They're playing for us. So when they're playing for us, if you're about signing a new contract, who's going to want to sign a new contract when you're not getting paid? Or if another club, there's, no, there's a chairman that's involved more or just anything about it, just the whole situation. Not only that, if you're not getting paid and you're getting stick off fans all the time as well, like we all, like how bad we are, we even, oh, fuck off anyway, we don't want you here anyway. You know? Why would you give a fuck? Do you know what I mean? You'd, in a way, you'd want to just think stuff you. You know what? Fuck it. Do you know what I mean? So the whole situation, I just think Chancere, he's always comes out and speaks all his career at Wednesday. He's come out and speak. And going back to Lovins, when we spoke to Lovins, the best question I asked Lovins was, mate, with Chancere, what do you think of him? Does he listen? He cares. He really cares. He's not got all the best experience. He was basically saying he's not experienced in it, so he's going to make a lot of like a lot of bad mistakes. But he loves the club and he cares, and he's put a lot of money in. And that's all we need to hear. Don't matter what any fan says or what any paper says. Lovins told told us that. That's what that's what I believe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. If if you told me you liked me and ten people didn't like me, I don't care. I care about your opinion. That's that, that's that's what I'm trying to say with this. I care about what he says because he's a Wednesday ex-player. So all this gathers up to now, if they're not getting paid and it's in paper, why why is he not paying them? Because he's not skinned. Like, why is he not paying them? And if he's not paying them, why is he not coming out and saying the reason for not paying them? Why is he, why is he not being about? It's like he's died. Like, he just does like so he's many in a cave. He's in, ta- he's in Thailand in, in a little cave somewhere. He could somewhere. This, this could he could be having loads of stress. He could be really, really I know it's far fetched this, but he could have corona. He could be really depressed. He could be really down with how much stick he's getting. That like, he don't want to speak. And it there could be anything. We don't know anything. We don't know anything. And that's the thing. We're just guessing all the time. And if we were playing well or staying up, we wouldn't be bothered. We wouldn't be saying yeah. no about these financial money or or them not getting paid because we won't care. Do you know what I mean? But it's all aimed at him because of this. So all I'll say on all of, all of this to finish this off about the situation about them paid or whatever it is if they're not getting paid. Why would you want to stay? Even if you said, well, we'll sort it out for next season because I wouldn't. I'd rather go somewhere secure. And then if you are getting paid, then I'd come out and say, I don't know why that's in papers because I've got paid. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's not only that, but you know, when you say that, you know, players are thinking, why well, should I stay and stuff? You've got to look at next season as well. How are we going to attract players? If you've got two teams and they're offering you the same amount of money, same contracts and stuff, one's all right, massive club, Sheffield Wednesday, but then you've got, You've got another another club coming in. You think, well, actually, mm, yeah, massive club, but yeah. they haven't been paying the players. Or it goes to this club, who pay the players. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure some people are going to think, you know what, I'm just going to go somewhere else because you know, club, I, I might not get paid at all. That, that one point I was making about earlier about say, League One. You know, when we're in League One. If you if we stay up, for example, then these players that are going to come, they're not going to be the best. But we don't know how it's going to work. But if we're in League One, then this. This player that might be going to Coventry at bottom of the championship or Rotherham at bottom of the championship or whatever, or Wednesday, this big club in League One going to go up, they, they, they would choose us. Do you know what I mean? That's what we had that season. That when Semedo yeah. told us he could have gone to championship, but he chose. So there's a lot of ways this could work out, but whatever way it works out, no matter what, I, we're, we're just because I've expected us to go down and we know we're going down, sort of thing. It's just that, that little hope that makes you want to stay up. But if we do stay up, then what? So either way, can you imagine imagine this five years ago, Wednesday going down? I'd have cried. 
Do you know what I mean? I would have cried when I was a kid, 12, 13 year old, whatever. I, I'd cry every game, like when we lost, I, I was right bad. I'm sure a lot of fans were. But now, I think we're all feeling the same. It's just everything about it. It's just last game of the season to stay up in championship, yeah? And if we do lose, if we go to one nil behind straight away and then 2 nil behind at all time, right? We're not going to sit there crying. We're just going to laugh. We will laugh. We'll just go, dickheads. And then we'll go on the internet and complain about it, but we're still going to next season. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's like we're not... Do you know what? Remember when you see all match at day and all this, you see that Leeds fan crying when they get relegated, and you see Wednesday fans crying. All these things. There's not a Wednesday fan going to sit there crying if we get relegated. Like there's yeah. no there's no passion at all at minute because just there's the club, the club won't give us any, as anything. There's not people there saying we are dying to stay up. We live and breathe Wednesday and all this all this uh, what do you call it? Like knew you when they were there, they used to go wait 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 to fans all that just all that togetherness. There's none of that anymore. So we yeah. cried at Cardiff uh, when we didn't go up against Hull. I cried. Like, I couldn't believe it. It was the worst day of my life. That, that's how bad it was. And then four years later, five years later, we're going down, and I don't give a toss, but I do. But you know what I'm saying? It's, it's yeah. That's how much it's turned from, it's just gone from bad to worse, from players leaving, players leaving, players leaving, bad to worse. And what, what can we do apart from start fresh? So either way, we're going to support him. But if we go down, we're going to support him. And if we stay up, we're going to support him, aren't we? Honest, I'm, I'm just, I'm just awaiting uh, tweets come out next week of uh, a little picture of elephants in the don. Next uh, next Saturday after game, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, onwards and upwards. Next week, hopefully, we will have stayed up. Uh, Jamie, got anything else to say? Um, I had not actually. Other than if we do go down, everyone's going to be upset as as we all we both are. So while we still can, while we still got a bit of hope, I want to say thanks again to everyone that listened because it's a cliche thing to say. We say it every week, but the amount of messages I get saying they love our podcast, just me and you talking more than players and. They love it when I said dipstick and they love it when you said this with stats. And there's just so many different types of people that people from India messaged it and from America. Just It's just brilliant. It's just absolutely brilliant. The amount of relationships I've got with people from all around the world that just moved there or moved here and moved there that all listen to us and they're just enjoying it. And because all they ever say is it's because we're passionate about it. That's why if they don't agree with us. People don't agree with us, then they don't get angry with us because they know we're passionate and it's just how we feel so yeah thanks for all listening and uh I'll, from me i'll see you next week and uh, i'm telling you now selby it's seven seven with selby and murphy at minute it's gonna finish 18 16 to murphy before before we do go uh obviously we've got loads of messages um in the past week about that tommy spur episode didn't we everyone seemed to uh everyone seemed to love love that one and if you did like that one we've got um Neil Mellor coming up this this Thursday. Like, he was amazing, weren't he, Neil Mellor? Yeah. With Tommy Spur, he, Tommy Spur was brilliant. Like, I didn't really, you know, when I was doing it with Tommy Spur, you know, when afterwards we said, that was good, that weren't it? Or that were, could have been better, whatever we said. With Tommy Spur, we didn't say much of it. We just went, yeah, he's just normal. He was just like us. He's simple. He's like, he is from, like, just from Leeds. With those people we know, and he was just a normal kid and he would just sound us out and everyone loved it because he, he was just like us. But with him, with Neil Mellor, he was just absolutely class. Like, just so professional. But the stories and the, the knowledge he has of football, you can see why he's doing Pundit Night brilliant, isn't it? The best thing about it, it, it even though that we it was just, you know, we just put this out as a podcast, when it come on, we, we for those that are listening, we, we do this over Zoom, COVID, you know, keeping, uh, keeping distance and what have you. But uh, yep. it come on, Neil Mellor, his screen popped on and he sat there, Wednesday shirts behind him. All pictures and everything. It looked absolutely classed, didn't it? The hat trick yeah. balls that he got for Wednesday. Yeah, it was like he put some great effort into that, didn't 
Well, it's obviously if he goes on, he's been on other podcasts. So if he goes on a press tour, he'll change it. Like he's, he was brilliant. He's like, he was brilliant. He's so professional. He didn't need to do that. He would, he would, he would, we both looked at it and answered. I'm sat there in my bedroom, like with my dressing gown, all right, mate. <laughs> like he would just, but this is why, this is what, this is why it's good what we're doing, and this is why we're loving it. And yeah, thanks to everyone for listening again. Um, I'm gonna watch End of Snooker, and I'll see you all next week. See you later, James. See you later, guys. See you later, everyone. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.